With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12. Welcome at Studio 12 on this Wednesday. I'm Will Johnson, and yesterday in the south end zone of Kyle Field, it was town hall time in Aggieland. Ross Bjork, the ANMAD, was here to answer questions submitted by the 12th man. We will bring you the town hall in its entirety on today's Studio 12. A lot on the table for the AD, full stadiums in the fall, the college football playoff, recruiting, etc., etc., Always a busy plate for Ross. The 12th man always has a topic for him. If you ever have a question for the AD for a future town hall, log on to 12thman.com slash askross. So let's start. This afternoon's Studio 12 brings you yesterday's town hall taping with AD Ross Bjork. Well, the calendar has turned to May, and that means it's time for another town hall here in the south end zone of Kyle Field. Glad that you have joined us. I'm Will Johnson along with Andrew Monaco, and as usual, kindly joined by our director of athletics at Texas A&M, Mr. Ross Bjork. Some questions have come in for you again. Remember, we do this every month. You can log on to 12thman.com slash askross. If you ever have a question for our AD, we'll tweet these out. You can reply to those tweets. Plenty of chances to get questions in. We knew we'd get an early one from Sutton again. We did. We're going to put Sutton on hold today a little bit, Sutton's though, guys. He's got to yeah. go a little lower in the lineup. Normally yeah. he leads off. The, well, We're going to go someone else in there. Maybe he can take it as best for last today. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Sutton, thank you as always. <laughs> but, Ross, before we get a, yeah. going, I mean, it's, yeah. it's winding down. Uh, and there's not a lot of home events left for Texas A&M Athletics. Yeah, I, when, I, when I tweeted out yesterday after you guys uh, – put your tweets out and i tagged it and i said time flies yeah. i mean you think about it, it's already a month later yeah we're at the end of the semester graduation ceremonies are happening obviously uh classes are over with mm-hmm. but the ceremonies continue and you're right we have um we had the sec track meet last weekend we've got the lsu baseball series we're hosting the ncaa regional mm-hmm. track meet uh, at the end of next week and that's it. We're not in a position to, to host you know anything else uh, the remainder of the year. And to to really say that we've completed ninety five percent of our athletic events. Mm-hmm. So the f- we had five percent canceled because of, of COVID. Um, that that's pretty miraculous. And again, we keep saying it, but a credit student athletes in particular for all the protocols that they endured. Our medical staff, our trainers, our sports psychologists, our academic counselors for going virtual, our coaches adapting pretty pretty phenomenal to say that we're sitting here at the end of may playing 95 percent of our games yeah we lost the football game and yeah we had a basketball shutdown for a long period of time and, and you never wanted those things to happen but the rest of it pretty amazing and that that's just a credit uh, uh to, to a lot of people but in particular the, the student athletes so may of 2020 Ninety-five percent would have been outstanding. It's still outstanding. Yeah, but that was a pipe dream a year ago, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we're uh, we're f- we're sixty-two weeks away from March thirteenth. Wow. 
when we shut down. <laughs> and I remember this time of year, last year, I mean, we were still kind of in triage mode. Mm -hmm. Are we even going to be able to even work out? And mm -hmm. there was a debate. Do we start on June 1st? Do we start on June 8th? Do we start on June 15th? What are the protocols? How do we get testing? I want to say this week, a year ago, we operated our first COVID tests. And we started out with, uh, with some staff, with some football coaches really? and some athletic staff. And I got, mine, uh, I got mine the last week in May a year ago. Can and we? it was just like, what is this? It's going up your yeah. nose. Can, I mean, can we ask about him that. about his first COVID yeah, my, test? My first <laughs> yeah. one was brutal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thought my so, eyeball was about to pop out. <laughs> to think about how far we've come. Right. Yeah. And now we're sitting here, mm -hmm. you know, we're vaccinated. We mm -hmm. don't have to wear masks and just we had uh, coaches night, you know, last night in, in Brazos County at the Brazos Ex Expo Center and packed house. Not a mask in sight. So people are ready for this yeah. and uh, excited to be here. Well, and you referenced the SEC track and field championships, which we did a great job hosting. It was a phenomenal meet. Now, I went Saturday night. It just a, electric. It is. It yeah. is so fun. Yeah. To see, yeah. first you look out at that field and you say, what regiment must these athletes maintain yeah. to be oh. able to do what yeah. they do? And right. then the crowd was phenomenal. Right. And like you said, electric. They bank across that last turn and head yeah. down the home stretch and everybody rises. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's yeah. an electric event. Yeah. yeah. Think about how many Olympians. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how many. When we look up in uh, whenever the Olympics take place, when is that, August? Yeah. Look up check and off. see how many Olympians mm -hmm. were in that meet. I bet there's a dozen. At if least, not more, right? right. Yeah, well, Acro you, across the board, probably more. Yep. And then the so. funnest athlete to watch was an Aggie, a thing, Mo. I mean, oh, man. forget about it. Phenomenal. It I, is. She is the Usain Bolt of the women's athletic world in track and field in the yeah. SEC. She has, it, it looks so much like it. That long stride with each step, leaving someone further behind. Right. It's just so impressive. Right. <laughs> it's like not just the best in college. We're talking about the best. Yeah. In 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 the yeah. world, and just think she didn't she didn't even run uh, her best uh, <laughs> her competitions yeah. eight hundred really right. I mean that's her right yeah what she's really going to focus on <laughs> at the Olympic level and, uh, I'll just run the four hundred and the four by four and I'll tune smoke up smoke everybody and then uh, <laughs> yeah we'll get ready for the eight hundred yeah. Olympic trials and the Olympics you could see it on her face as she came around the turn I think she was on her mind she's saying this is a little too easy. Yeah. It felt like must, it must be way. nice, right? But, uh, right. <laughs> it is. Must be very is nice. Is there a height that's too high though for Tyra Gittins as well when mm -hmm. it comes to high jump? <laughs> Impressive stuff. I think so. No. And then doing that after doing the pentathlon. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. That's even more amazing. You're yeah. doing what is that? Eight events, yeah. and then uh, oh, by the way, we're going to jump. You know. <laughs> Yeah, SEC o over leading, six uh, feet yeah. higher than your body. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're going over to do. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the crowd was great, and it's a good segue into our first question from the twelfth man, uh, and it comes from uh, Rebecca from Georgia, who took a little hiatus on us, but uh, glad to have She's Rebecca back, back on back the show. Across, yes, and across uh, the SEC footprint. That's right. That's right. She will fire away with the first question on this May Town Hall, and as she puts it, she understands we are in the football. Uh, season ticket sales process, and she has seen others across the SEC. And then she particularly named uh, down here in Texas the Houston Astros mm -hmm. recently announced yep. that they will go to 100% capacity at their home games. So Rebecca asks, uh, are we still on place? Are we still planning for a full Kyle Field and full atmosphere in the fall of 2021? A absolutely. That mm -hmm. is uh, the focus. Uh, we, we, we've been saying it uh, really I – th I think we were – actually one of the first ones who came out and said uh, mm -hmm. that we're going to have a full stadium. And we, we sent out our ticket renewals 
um, in, in February and really started gearing towards that. And that, that's exactly what we're focused on is a full capacity stadium, 102,000 people right there on September 4th. And really throughout the whole season, we have a great home schedule. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're full go. We're fully open for business. We keep saying that we're open for mm-hmm. business. That means we're doing a lot of the normal activity uh, that we do in college athletics. Uh, but one of them and one of the most important is we've got to continue to sell season tickets. So uh, I, I would say we're, we're really kind of on pace with where we were back in 2019 in terms of that year-to-date number. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aggies are stepping up, but we have to continue to sell. Um, and so we got May, June, and July, and August to continue to ramp up our season ticket base and, and have that full capacity in Kyle Field. We're also we're not ready to quite release the details yet, but we're going to have a special occasion around that first game um, and really uh, commemorate something that Aggies did 20 years ago. Um, and so we'll, we're working with the student body on that, and so we'll have more details, but really a cool setting for that first Great. game. That, that Again, it, it, it's a commemoration of, of something that happened 20 years ago, but also it's a way to just bring people back because mm-hmm. we've all been in our bunkers. We've all been <laughs> you know, frustrated by all of this. It'll be the first time that Aggies will be able to gather in a large scale and then we're going to layer this uh, this commemoration on top of it, and it's going to be it's going to be a neat deal. Cool. So I'm teasing that yep. for another town hall that hopefully we'll <laughs> be able to, to talk about. Fantastic, but excellent. Full stadium at Kyle Field, full stadium at Ellis Field, full arena at Reed Arena. You name a venue that we have in the fall of 21, and it's uh, we want it to be packed and full. Very nice, very nice. Do you keep some of the cleaning techniques that we've learned in the last year? Yeah, obviously we're going to continue cashless in sessions. I mean, there's no turning back on that. The technology's there. Uh, Tickets, same Mm -hmm. way. Uh, Ticketless, you know, transactions. So a lot of those protocols. But I I think the spacing, you know, the cleaning of rest, those things will continue a little bit. But most of the things will be be relaxed for the most part. Great. And uh, that that can lead us right into – fan anticipation with our next question as far as what's coming up football wise in the fall mm-hmm. uh this question comes from paul class of 70 from down there in the golden triangle he's joined us before mm-hmm. he, he went on a little hiatus yeah. but he's yeah. back now mm-hmm. he's back we got some return business here today <laughs> on the town hall yeah. but uh he puts it uh, his question is uh, in years past it seems like may to june is when i find out when kickoff times are released not all but some yeah. early season games do you anticipate seeing something on that soon when we will know some of the kickoff times for our games in september maybe even beyond yeah i was i was pulling up my calendar normally we have uh, in-person sec uh, what we call spring meetings in mm-hmm. destin and those uh, those start the tuesday after memorial day which would be june 1st normally those those first three weeks are announced kind of during that week hey we're all together mm-hmm. We've got people from ESPN. We've got CBS partners there. Normally, it's released that week. I think we're looking at the week before mm. where the SEC mm-hmm. and working with our TV partners will. Uh, we saw some games uh, announced today. Yeah. We saw some, some, good some of those primetime games, <laughs> yeah. if you will, those, those early matchups. So we should see the first three weeks of the season uh, with game times and networks released, uh, hopefully sometime at the end of next week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that last week in May. And again, kind of timing it normally when they would be announced around the spring meetings and any games beyond that um, maybe there'll be a placeholder maybe there'll be a a kind of a window Uh, so some of those things are still being flushed out 
yeah. as we uh, as we speak. I'm always looking for that football news to help the weight. That always helps. <laughs> yeah, you get some kickoff times, and then I think <laughs> uh, at the kickoff or the coaches' night last night, mm-hmm. somebody said 110 days. Mm-hmm. I think it's until right, yeah. opening day mm-hmm. of college football. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's coming. It's Friars. coming. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I was sitting with Jimbo, and he was like, "Oh wow." He, he's you know the only he's the only one Boy, who wants to slow you know down. You think about it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's we're at the yeah. end of May, June, mm-hmm. July, August. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's coming fast. So Destin, are you going to miss the cameras shooting through windows at the um, like uh, trying to find something yeah. last year yeah. in Birmingham yeah. when the when the ads got together? When we met in July, yeah, it was like the first you know in person meeting of SEC you know administrators and people. Were, it was like the paparazzi. Like, <laughs> hey, we're just having a meeting. We all have our masks on. The room is spread out. Like we're okay. Like everything's fine. Ross, but you would you would have thought that Ross we were, had a blueberry muffin. We were. I in, think in that Benning. means yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of media in Destin, uh, but we're not doing it this year. But I know we'll get back on track yeah. next year. Uh, you you referenced Jimbo at the coaches' nights, and yet 110 days away from our opening day, September 4th, Kent State, but. His immediate future, I just wanted to throw this at you mm. real quick, uh, June 1st. Yes. The recruiting calendar with yes. in-person visits, you can go see recruits, return to normalcy. We're getting back to that less than two weeks away from today. Here, Here's another layer, Will, um, that you guys have heard about, too, is we can actually do evaluations mm-hmm. of prospects on campus. And that, that's never happened in, in the sport of football. Basketball has it. Men's and women's basketball actually has it. But uh, because of the recruiting shutdown over the last uh, 16 months, we can actually do on-campus evaluations in the sport of football for an hour. Mm-hmm. Can't work out. <laughs> the crazy thing is they can only work out individually you know, with the position coach. So there's not a quarterback throw into a receiver or a defensive back able to cover – but at least you're able to test their their abilities and agilities and things mm. like that. So that's a so we'll have we'll have official visits. Mm-hmm. We'll have unofficial visits. We'll have camp. We'll have evaluation. The whole month of June. Wow. And so it's it's going to be really really busy. It's going to be crazy. I know the football staff is uh, gearing up for that, and I think there's a lot of excitement, but there's also a lot of okay. This is going to be a lot. This is really going to be unprecedented in terms of the volume of activity in June. And um, But that's why we have the staff we have. That's why Jimbo has a plan. Recruiting momentum continues yeah. to be at a, at a super high level. And not only for football, but June 1st is open for everybody. Mm-hmm. The recruiting calendars for all sports return to normal. So if sports are able to go off and go on the road and evaluate and go off campus, they'll do that. Basketball can have people on campus. They can't go out until July. So recruiting essentially returns to normal on July 1st and or June, for, June 1st. And coaches can have camps this summer, correct? Coaches can have camps. <laughs> so I know all of our sports have their camps uh, advertised right now. Mm-hmm. And I know my kids are signed up for, <laughs> for a couple of them already. So, uh, But, yeah, camps are, are active, 12thman.com. Uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, sign up if you can make it. All right. And you reference the uh, coaches' nights, one to go, right? Tomorrow, San Antonio. San Antonio, San Antonio. Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to so. your old stomping. They've ground. been great. Yeah. They have been. A, they have been fantastic. I've only the been to two. Oh, you love Dallas I mean, was the largest packed. one. Yeah, Dallas was packed. Yeah, great energy yeah. last night. Was Fort Worth Monday was fantastic. Was Dallas energy. Gillies again. Yeah. Okay. Fort Worth <laughs> was Billy Bob's, right? 
where Jimbo you go says, to the Metroplex, you hit the honky tonks. Yeah, <laughs> where, where Jimbo says he's used to been oh, yeah. escorted. Yeah, he's never been escorted in. He's usually escorted out of him. <laughs> in his yeah. But just that excitement of not just yeah. being able to get together, seeing Jimbo, obviously, and 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 that type of excitement, but to be in that room, right. it was just fantastic. Right. Just a lot. Back of fun. to your stomping grounds tomorrow night. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. San Antonio. We're, we're going to do that outdoors. Going to be a little music. Where's, that, where's okay. the San Antonio? We're going to do it in the. Um, uh, Tejas Rodeo Center and Steakhouse. Nice. Yeah. So they're going to nice. do it a little north of the city. That's going to be nice. fun. Okay. Very nice. Again, great place for Jimbo. That's, he just fits right in. That's right. <laughs> in a place like that. <laughs> That's right. You are listening to the May edition of the Aggie Town Hall with Director of Athletics Ross Bjork. He joins Andrew Monaco and I each month to hit the topics that are on the top of the list with the 12th man. We'll get you word on when the June Town Hall will unfold in the coming weeks. You can submit questions to the AD at the official website of Texas A&M Athletics. Go to 12thman.com slash askross. We're back with more of the Town Hall on this episode of Studio 12 after this on The Zone. Listen up, homeowners, and if you're a potential homeowner, if you're interested in refinancing, purchasing, or taking cash out, call Matt Winslow at 936-443-3064. That's Matt Winslow at 936-443-3064. Matt is Aggie class of 01. He has a over a decade of experience in the mortgage industry and he brings the aggie code of honor to his business give him a call give him five minutes he will give you an honest answer about where you stand he's told potential customers before your mortgage looks great monthly payment and interest rate are really good you don't need help right now stay where you are but he can help if you need it if he sees you can get a better interest rate, which is very possible right now because they're really low. If he sees you can get a lower payment, he can help you do that. Give him a call. Give him five minutes. Matt Winslow, Aggie Class of 01, 936-443-3064. Again, 936-443-3064. Yesterday, we brought you the latest town hall with A&M AD Ross Bjork. We are bringing that back to you on this edition of Studio 12. We continue with Ross right now. That'll lead us to uh, back to the 12th man, and we almost need a drum roll every time this guy brings a question <laughs> because he's he's always early to submit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you know, he, he may have a question submitted next week for the yeah. for the next town hall, but he always yeah. comes strong with the questions, and he's going yeah. two parts on you today, Ross. I'm gonna separate oh, this okay. into two parts for our. I'm glad we have him typed out here, so I can, <laughs> yeah, I can remember. Him. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, Sutton Turner, class of '93, right here in College Station. Let's start with this. He 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 references Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated. And his article, I guess it was about a month ago, it was a nice piece about the college football playoff where he interviewed 10 of 11 members of the college football playoff management committee. The story basically said that we are closer to a, and I believe he means expanded playoff here, than many thought. He's even got a link on here <laughs> to, yeah, to, to, the, story. to yeah. the story. It's on SI.com if anybody's interested in it. So Sutton tells you a two-part question. I'll go with number one here. Uh, if you were the football czar and could make the decision solo, <laughs> how many teams would get an automatic bid? I'll further that and just say how many total would you put in? Yeah, how many teams We could and, talk and about who, this for a while. He said <laughs> how many teams and who would get an automatic bid. No, he does say that's and who, a, yes, yeah, and yeah, who. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's actually probably the most, not necessarily the, the number of teams, that's <laughs> but who would get the automatic mm-hmm. bid. And then the second part, do you want to read that one? I was going to separate it, okay. but uh, – okay. 
All right, let's go with the first one. All so right, let me we'll let me first. just comment on Sutton. <laughs> uh, Sutton's a busy man. So this morning, I was uh, I was working out in the six o'clock a.m. hour, and I'm, I was listening to Sirius XM channel eighty four, which is the ESPNU channel, mm-hmm. and it's Greg McElroy and Danny Cannell. And I I kind of bounce around. I'll listen to some news. I'll listen to those guys. I'll listen to some music. I'll just kind of pop around. And guess who called in at like 6.25 in the morning? Sutton. Sutton College Station. Class of 93. And and Ross answered the question while he was working out. And and, and actually, the comment that Sutton made, um, Sutton, correct me if I'm wrong, was about the playoff. Mm -hmm. And it was about if, depending on the number, eight teams, 12 teams, whatever, if you could host those first-round games on campus, mm. the value to season ticket holders and a place like Kyle Field where you have 100,000 seats. And, and uh, so Sutton has been thinking long <laughs> and hard about the playoff because not only did he submit this question, he's up early yeah. and he's calling into SiriusXM. <laughs> Uh, the first team, Greg McElroy yeah. and Danny Cannell. And those guys thought and, it, those guys thought it was great. They're like, hey, the impact on college towns, you know, think about that, what the impact would be on Tuscaloosa and college stations. Because we've always thought about tying into the bowls right, for all of right. this. And then uh, mm-hmm. then they talked, well, what about Pullman, Washington, where you only have forty thousand yeah. seats mm-hmm. and what if they you know, so just kind of a fascinating yeah. you know, kind of twist yeah. on uh, so if I was the football czar make a decision solo how many teams and who would get an automatic bid so i, I need to be very clear and, and I'm, I'm being serious about this part of it the, this is my opinion this isn't the sec opinion right. obviously mm-hmm. there's formalities that have to take place there's high level conversations there's presidential involvement there's commissioner involvement obviously we're we're consulted we you know we can have an opinion um, but ultimately it comes down to the the 11 fbs commissioners along with representative presidents and chancellors mm-hmm. from those 11 conferences who ultimately make the decision. So uh, to me, it, it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of how it's formatted mm-hmm. and when does it take place? Cause we know we have an existing contract mm-hmm. that runs through the 25, 26 cycle, the, the 25 season, the, the games of 2026, the bowl games, the playoff games. So I, I think it's going to ha- does it happen early? I don't know. Um, I, I think there's a lot of things that have to be analyzed um, before that happens. But to me, you've either got to go 8 or 12. Mm-hmm. 16, I think, is too big. Mm-hmm. It's too long. Mm-hmm. You know, doing 6, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, you know, the cool thing about where we are is we're talking about it. So that means 4 has actually worked mm-hmm. because there's a debate and there's, there's um, interest, if you will. So I think it's in that 8 to 12 range. Because then that layers in the second part of this. Who would get an automatic right. bid? So is that you've got the five autonomy power five conferences. Mm-hmm. And right now it's the group of five kind of have, you know, an access point um, together. Well, that's, that's six. That's six right there. Mm-hmm. Right? So is that your automatic bids right there? And then if you're at eight, then you only have two at large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're at 12, mm-hmm. then you have six at large, mm-hmm. six automatic, six at large. So who it would be to me, you start with the power five and you start with that one group of five. Cause that's, that's the format we have now. 
and then eight gives you two at large, twelve gives you the six at large. So to me, it's in it's in that eight to twelve range. Mm-hmm. Now again, there's a lot of things you have you have to overcome a schedule. When do you start playing those games? What happens to your conference championship? Mm-hmm. The I, compression on the back end of the right. schedule. So but are we playing farther into January? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at 15, 16 games now, which is almost not, an NFL yeah, schedule. We're not, yeah. we're not going back from 12 regular season games. Right. That, that's, that's not part of the equation. It yeah. just can't. Feasibility, right. economically, you can't back off from that. So um, that, this again, my opinion – my analysis as I study things that um, who the automatic qualifier piece is important so he he was very astute on that part of it and then to me it's in that 8 to 12 range which makes the most sense and then yeah then maybe you're playing those games on campus right the first game first and second round games and then you've got the you've got the six New Year's six bowl games Mm -hmm. so you've got a you've got a formula right there where you can plug in so I I, th- I think there's a lot to uh, to discuss. It's a transformative time in college athletics when you look at this piece of it, the playoff piece. You look at what's happening with our state and congressional legislation around name, image, likeness, and mm-hmm. transfers. And there's a lot that we're going to have to adapt to. And and uh, Texas A and M's in a great position to to really capitalize on whatever happens with all these conversations. And Jimbo was asked this in Austin mm-hmm. about the playoff yeah. and. Will and I were in the room when Greg Sankey talked to the broadcasters, and, and you mentioned through the contract year. There is the money aspect through all of this is, if you already have a contract, you're not going to pay more for these playoff games. Greg Sankey said, can we find another partner to pay for this next round of playoffs? And Jimbo joked, when it was true, he goes, you know, it's not about money, but ultimately it's about money. And Greg Sankey was very honest with us mm-hmm. in that room. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but it, that's not to the point of the deterrent. It doesn't deter it. But does this play out? That's why 24, yeah. 25, yeah. 26 almost going to be watershed years right. in college yeah. athletics, no, isn't no it? Doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, because if you think about what's going to happen over the next three or four years, we're going to really adapt to what these new environments, you know, really mm-hmm. uh, tell us around transfers. Oh, How yeah. does that kind of level yeah. out? What does name image likeness look like? What's the financial picture? You know, one of the concerns I have, yeah, we're going to open up Kyle Field and we're going to have be able to sell every ticket, but how many people got used to being on the couch? Mm-hmm. How many people said, mm-hmm. boy, this is, boy, this is pretty nice. I got my cooler. Mm-hmm. I got my big screen. Mm-hmm. I got my air conditioning. Mm-hmm. The bathroom's right here. I don't have to wait in line. I don't have to fight traffic. So we have to continue to evolve the fan experience so that live in-stadium experience is the way people choose um so all those things i think all those things are converging mm-hmm. at the same time and again if anyone can get through it the challenge creates the opportunity it's it's texas a&m so mm-hmm. we couldn't be in a better place you are listening to the may edition of the aggie town hall with AD ross bjork he joins us each month to hit the topics that are on the top of the list with the 12th man We'll get word to you on when the June Town Hall will unfold in the coming weeks. You can submit questions to the AD at 12thman.com slash askross. A little later on this show, we'll take you through the weekend on the Diamond. Baseball is at home this weekend versus LSU. It's the final SEC weekend. Softball's on the road in an NCAA regional. They are in the field in Norman, Oklahoma, to start things off in the tournament. More on baseball and softball. 
Later in the show, we're back with more of Ross Bjork's May Town Hall on this episode of Studio 12 after this on The Zone. Welcome back inside Studio 12 in Kyle Field's South End Zone. I'm Will Johnson, and in business, getting your team home safe is the only way to win. With safety resources, training tools, and programs that keep your people healthy, see why Texas Mutual Insurance Company is the right call for workers' comp at TexasMutual.com. We are bringing you the latest Aggie Town Hall with A.D. Ross Bjork that was taped yesterday here inside 12th Man Productions. Let's conclude those proceedings right now. And I'll uh, hit you with Sutton's second question uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, he, he, <laughs> you said 8-12. to 12. That was yeah. your opinion, yeah. uh, your thought, if you were the yep. uh, czar yep. that he put in quotations there. And then which way? Yeah, which yeah. way do you think the committee will most likely end up, and how do you think this will affect A&M? Hmm. So he's asking me to speculate, which is never probably good. <laughs> it's not really what ADs do. Because I don't want to uh, turn this into an article. Um, no, look, I, I think, again, it goes back to what I said. I, I think we will expand um, the college football playoff. And so that's the direction I think the committee will ultimately go is that we will expand. But, but again, I think it also it's really how. How, how many, when, what does that look like? What are the access points for the, the automatic qualifiers for the at-large? Um, and then how, how will that affect a and I mean, if we had an expanded playoff this past year, yeah. we're, we're in. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you want to be in the top four. You want to have a, a, a better seed, if you will. But I think what it does is it just it creates the opportunity. Um, being in the SEC creates the opportunity, and that has been proven out. Every single year that we've had the playoff, there's been an SEC team, mm-hmm. right? Um, and somebody will have to do the math on how many championships you know that w- that the SEC has won. We want to be in that in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're in the SEC, the fact that there could be an expanded playoff, then yeah, that would help. And mm-hmm. then if you're hosting these kind of games, could you imagine a a playoff game? In December at Kyle Field. Oh, man. Remember what we thought well, about Auburn imagine? last year yeah. after Iron yeah. Bowl, what that was going to be like? Yeah. Can you imagine Kyle yeah. in December? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, not, not the same size of stadium, but back in 2000 and, yeah, 2014, it was the first year of the CFP. I was at Ole Miss. We were playing Auburn. We were number three, and I think they were number six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, and the game was in November, and it it was a to me, and we kept it's a it was a playoff elimination right. game, mm-hmm. right? Hey, whoever wins that game right. is going to be in the mix. We lost tragically at, at the end, but the atmosphere. So I, if that's an official playoff game, I couldn't imagine right what it would be like on any campus if you're hosting those games. So yeah, to me, that's how we have to benefit, and and that's why Jimbo has a plan. That's why we have a plan working together to build this program, to build up recruiting, keep building facilities, keep climbing where we think this university can go, where we think the football program can go, where the athletic department can go in all of our sports. And that's how it will impact A&M. Because in the coaches' nights, he keeps saying, like, he's not waiting for it to expand. As he says, we've got to kick the chair out of one of those four. That's That's where we want to be. That's right. You love that kind of of building, and you love that attitude. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, he he said it. They're not giving up those seats. Nope. (laughs) No one's just going to say, oh, yeah, you can have my chair. Yeah. (laughs) You've got to go take it, earn it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
build upon it. Um, but when there is an expansion, then you're going to be even a, even in a better position, right? Because you're right. building towards that top four mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exciting things. And in uh, Sutton, thanks for putting the thought into it. And obviously, um, we may have to hire him as a consultant. We could. We could. Uh, I mean, if he's uh, if he's up at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> On hey, Sirius and, XM. and don't think I haven't seen Sutton from College Station he's on that blue screen questions. in Paul Feinbaum's Absolutely. studio before. I don't know if he's been doing that, he but I've recently that? seen it. So <laughs> I, hope, I hope Sutton owns his yeah. own company because he, uh, he can, <laughs> he can make schedule. his own schedule. That's right. the schedule. Yeah. We have a question that has come in. Okay. okay. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah, Mr. Arbo and Lofton it oh, would yeah. like to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Howdy. President Lofton. What yes. is your timeline for evaluating coaches who have just finished or about to finish their seasons? I think you're constantly evaluating, you know, throughout the year, throughout the off season. You know, you you hear about what their plans are, things like that. I, I think you always you always want to wait till the season is concluded, unless there's some other dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been involved in some midseason uh, changes, and that's not ideal. That's not what you want. Right. You want to wait to the end of the season. You want everything to play out. You want to treat the people within the program, you know, with respect and dignity. And to me, you wait till the end of the season to evaluate all those things. So mm-hmm. that's the respect that's for good, the coach. Yeah, right? that's a good. Mm-hmm. And, and Bowen has uh, has been involved in, I'm sure, some of those decisions <laughs> during his time as, uh, as a president here yeah. and also chancellor at the University yeah. of Missouri. Thank yeah. you, sir, for the question. A good question, though. Good stuff. Good session today, guys. This was fun. Enjoyed it. This was fun. Yeah, summer yeah. months are Bizarre. coming. <laughs> we'll know about that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll leave that up to Commissioner Sankey and a few others. But yeah, it's but just no, a, it's you. a it's a fascinating time. It really it? is. It, I keep saying it's it's transformative right now. Um, in, in a lot of ways, we 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 re, we need to recenter our identity on what college athletics is. We know that we're not amateurism anymore. We know that's that's kind of an older description. But with all these things happening, we've got to recenter who we are as a as an enterprise, as college athletics, mm-hmm. and and I hope with all these things happening, we can do that. That we're here to educate. Yeah, we need to maybe put more resources on the table and give student athletes a, an experience and let them capitalize. But we're still about educating, yeah. and and I hope that we can kind of reclaim our identity uh, with all these changes and um, and see what lies ahead. The other thing that I wanted to point out that. Um the last time, uh, the Ole Miss weekend, I saw the Aggies and script on the back of the mound. You're just going to have that Aggies and script. Put that in anywhere you can. <laughs> oh, we love from that. The, from the shirt yeah, and yeah. the sweatshirt. The sweatshirt. It was right Absolutely. there on the back of the mound, and it was just there as a reminder. People love the script Aggies. <laughs> it's Absolutely. fantastic. It, yeah. looked gr- it looked great on the back yeah. of that mound, by the way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, no, thank you. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great year, great semester. Uh, we, we, uh, we Actually, let me ask one more thing. We just posted the the best academic semester in our history. Yeah, we got the highest right. uh, cumulative wow. grade point average. Wow. Team GPAs are on the rise. So academically, Fantastic. our student athletes continue to to we achieve. Had, uh, so thirteen programs over a three point oh. Thirteen programs <laughs> over. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to mention that as we as we culminate the academic. What does Jimbo year. say? The standard never comes down, right? They it set the standard up. last yeah. year and it went up it again. Congratulations right. so, to the student athletes. Fantastic. Thanks everyone. Thank you. As always, appreciate the time, Ross. And that closes out this edition of the May Town Hall from the South End Zone of Kyle Field. Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to the May edition of the Aggie Town Hall with Director of Athletics Ross Bjork. He joins Andrew Monaco and I each month to discuss what's on the mind of the 12th man. 
We'll get you word soon on when the June Town Hall is. And remember, you can submit questions to the AD at the official website of AM Athletics. Go to 12thman.com slash askross. That concludes our chat with Ross Bjork. We are back to talk baseball and softball in a bit on The Zone. Our thanks to Ross Bjork for joining us on this edition of Studio 12. He joined us yesterday for the taping of his monthly town hall. Uh, brought that back to you here on today's Studio 12. And again, we will get word to you soon enough when the calendar turns to June on when that month's town hall will unfold with A.D. Ross Bjork. Right now, those uh, who own a home, listen up. If you potentially could own a home, listen up as well. You might be interested in refinancing, purchasing a new house, or maybe taking some cash out with a loan. If you're thinking about any of this, call Matt Winslow at 936-443-3064. That's Matt Winslow at 936-443-3064. Matt is Aggie class of 01. He has over a decade of experience in the mortgage industry, and he brings the Aggie code of honor to his business. Perhaps you've heard recently that interest rates have gone up a bit. Don't be deceived. They were at historic lows a couple of months ago. They've barely gone up. Interest rates are still very close to those historic lows. It is still a great time to consider purchasing a new home, refinancing, or taking some cash out. To learn more, Matt Winslow is there to help like a good ag always does. Give him a call. Give him five minutes. Matt Winslow, Aggie Class of 01, 936-443-3064. Texas A&M Baseball told you we'd discuss it, and we will right now. A little bit uh, later, softball before we close it out. Uh, Baseball. It comes down to this weekend. This is the final SEC weekend, final regular season weekend, and the Aggies are at home taking on LSU tomorrow night, Thursday night. And then they go on to Friday night, game two of the series, Saturday afternoon. It all concludes with game three of the weekend. It starts with taking two. Texas A&M must take two from LSU to stay alive, to keep their season alive, and their chances of getting to Hoover for the SEC tournament Alive, A&M is 8-19 in SEC play. Auburn is also 8-19 in SEC play. Right now, Auburn has the 12th and final spot in the SEC tournament. They have the same conference record as the Aggies, but as you know, last weekend on the Plains, Auburn took two of three from A&M. That means Auburn has the tiebreaker. So it starts for A&M. You got to win two against LSU. If you don't, your season's over. If you win two versus LSU, then you need help from Missouri. They have to win their series this weekend against Auburn. So the thing is, there's four teams essentially fighting for the last couple of spots in Hoover. Now, LSU is one of them. If LSU comes here to College Station and wins a game this weekend, that's it. LSU is in. So then it comes down to Auburn, A&M, and Missouri. A&M and Auburn, 8-19 in SEC play. Missouri is 7-20, a game back of those two. So Missouri, they hold the tiebreaker against A&M. If they do well enough against Auburn and pick up a game on the Aggies, then Missouri is going to go to the SEC tournament keeping the Aggies out because they hold that tiebreaker versus the Aggies. A&M in a fight with Auburn and Mizzou to get that final spot in the SEC tournament, essentially, and the Aggies don't hold the tiebreaker with either of those teams and Auburn and Mizzou playing right alongside A&M and LSU this weekend 
final weekend in SEC play. For the Aggies at all starts, you must win two games against LSU. That does not guarantee you a spot in Hoover. But if you don't win two, it guarantees you a spot at home and out of the bracket in Hoover, Alabama. So it's Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, LSU Tigers in town. A&M goes into the final weekend in regular season play. Tied with Auburn for the 12th and final spot in the SEC tournament, Auburn holds the tiebreaker. Missouri is a game behind A&M and Auburn for that 12th and final spot. Missouri also holds the tiebreaker with A&M. And this weekend, it's the Aggies and LSU, and it's Auburn and Missouri head-to-head. It's pretty much going to work itself out. On the diamond, as far as that race to Hoover, Alabama, and the SEC tournament. Softball, told you about them. Told you we'd update you on them because tomorrow at 5 o'clock, they start play in the NCAA Regional in Norman, Oklahoma. 5 p.m. first pitch tomorrow in round one against Wichita State. Double uh, double elimination in this regional. A&M, Wichita State tomorrow from Norman, Oklahoma. OU is the top seed in the entire tournament, in the entire bracket. They are the number one team in the country, and they are hosting this regional. The Sooners take on Morgan State after A&M and Wichita State uh, in their first game. If the Aggies win, it is likely they will take on Oklahoma, the top seed in the entire bracket, on their home turf. Double elimination in regional play in that NCAA softball regional. Uh, One more thing. Must mention men's tennis. Tomorrow night in Orlando, an Elite Eight matchup with Florida. Steve Denton and the Aggie men's tennis team, they take on the Florida Gators in the Elite Eight. Winner is on to the national semifinals and the final four. All the best to Coach Denton and his Aggies as they fight it out for a spot in the final four on the tennis court tomorrow night in Orlando versus the Florida Gators. Real quick before we go, I wanted to go back to baseball for just a second. If the Aggies can get to Hoover, Alabama, if they can make it to the SEC tournament, they, they've got a tradition of success in conference tournaments. Uh, Rob Childress era, Rob has won four conference tournaments, including the 2016 SEC tournament. Uh, Coach Childress is 27-15 and 15 all-time in conference tournaments at A&M, and that includes 12-9 and nine in the SEC tournament. So he's had some success in the conference tournament play format. If you can get there, you take your chances. If you can get there Wednesday, the Aggies would play on Wednesday, you have to win that one. If you don't win on Wednesday, you go home. But if you can win on Wednesday, it then becomes a double elimination format the rest of the way. You have the safety net of you can take one loss but continue on in the bracket. So get to Hoover, win on Wednesday, take your chances the rest of the way. And Rob Childress, as the Aggie head coach, does has a, have a history of conference tournament success during his tenure at A&M. Four conference tournament championships for Coach Childress. And 2016, they won the SEC tournament over in Hoover. Again, 27-15 and 15 all-time in conference tournaments as our head coach for Rob Childress, 12-9 and nine in the SEC tournament. So it's baseball Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday afternoon against LSU, and a spot in the SEC tournament is on the line. We'll talk to you on Friday on Studio 12 from the south end zone of Kyle Field on The Zone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.